Welcome to the podcast of Azel Christian Church. We are a Disciples of Christ Church community in Azel, Texas. We invite everyone to be who you are with us, the doubting, the believing, the wondering, and everything in between. On this podcast, you'll hear our pastor, Reverend Ashley Dargai, preach on how the expansive and generative love of God is seen through Jesus, the prophets, the early church, and the faith forebears, and how this love helps us care for the world more deeply and faithfully. Sometimes it's messy and tough, but it's good news, and it is for you. Our text for today is Matthew 7, 7 through 27. It's on the back of your bulletin if you'd like to follow along. Ask, and it will be given you. Search, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks, receives, and everyone who searches, finds, and for everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Is there anyone among you who, if your child asks for bread, will give a stone? Or if the child asks for a fish, will give a snake? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask? In everything, do to others as you would have them do to you. For this is the law and the prophets. Enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the road is easy that leads to destruction, and there are many who take it. For the gate is narrow and the road is hard that leads to life, and there are few who find it. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorns or figs from thistles? In the same way, every good tree bears good fruit, but the bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, you will know them by their fruits. And not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? and cast out demons in your name, and do many deeds of power in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Go away from me, you evildoers. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on a rock. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on the house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain fell and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Today, we conclude our journey through the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus' greatest hits, we've been calling it. And we've sung through the songs of the Beatitudes, and we've walked down the Lord's Prayer line by line. 
we've thought about how uber-specific cultural examples Jesus uses speaks to us now in our 21st century experience. And we finish with Jesus landing the plane of his sermon, and it's quite a bumpy ride. If we lean into the metaphor of songs that we've used for this series, we can look at this last stretch of the sermon as a thematic album. So it's not quite the same song over and over again, but there are common threads that run through it and ground it. So take Johnny Cash's album at Folsom Prison, for example. Just a cursory uh, survey. Who knows this album at Folsom Prison? Okay, it's a pretty famous one. For this album, he recorded his concert at Folsom Prison, and you can hear the inmates cheering in the background, and you can hear them laughing, you can hear them booing the warden at one point. You can hear an inmate being called to reception, and it's an imperfect, clunky recording, but in the best way. And while he sings songs about prisoners and other themes, he also sings songs about love and dogs, and he makes jokes right beside his solemn songs so that while there's not a single through line through the album, there's a cohesion. And in the same way, this section of the Sermon on the Mount functions kind of like a live album. So let's look at the set list of this album. Ask and you'll receive, The Golden Rule, The Narrow Gate, Wolves and Fruit, Lord, Lord, or Lordy, Lordy, I feel like, (laughs) House on a Rock. This sounds like a Johnny Cash record, honestly. We just need a boy named Sue and Man in Black and we'll have a complete one. So let's take a listen to this final album of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount collection, okay? In the first section, we read a text we are probably all familiar with. It's even become a secular saying. Ask and you shall receive. Ask, knock, seek. All of these are prayer words in the Jewish imagination. So when we get to the part about our Father in heaven giving us good things, we see that this section is at least in part about prayer. But we know from other parts of this sermon that we are the hands and feet of Jesus, that we are the ones who help bring about God's will here on earth as it is in heaven, so that the prayer is not just a private moment between us and God, but it is an active public endeavor as well. We pray, and then we open ourselves up to the possibility that we might be the answers to that prayer. And we are called in this text to act boldly and persistently to share the needs that we have and don't stop until we find what we're looking for. There's an etiquette to this, right? We don't barge in, we knock. We don't demand, we ask. But we do this in anticipation of being answered and being given what we need. And then we get to the golden rule. This rule is not unique to scripture. It appears in various iterations across religious texts, but the way it is phrased in our religious text in Matthew is interesting because it doesn't call for retaliation, right? It doesn't say, do unto others as they do to you. And it doesn't call for reciprocity, do unto others because they do to you. Rather, it calls for us to take the initiative 
and do the good we hope will happen to us. It's an acknowledgement of the mutual network of care that is the hallmark of the early church and of the church, of the world that God is making today. And we keep listening through this album and in the songs about the narrow gate, the false prophets, and the tree bearing fruit. Sounds like a 60s album. We hear similar refrains of admonishment. To stay sharp and attentive. To not assume that we are the ones who have got it right, like Nicole was talking about. To walk the line, if you will. And particularly when Jesus is saying that not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will get it. He is talking to the very religious people. Those who feel like they are the faithful ones. They are the righteous ones. They are the right ones. It seems like he's saying, beware. Because you might miss it completely. And in this way, Jesus is inviting us into mystery. Because there's a sense in the passage that ultimately everything will shake out in the end. Jesus' answer to the question, well, who gets it then? Is, look at the fruit. Look at the birds. Look at the lilies. Look at the fruit. Pay attention, Jesus likes to sing. And we take heed of this final song in the sermon, that last paragraph that we read, this warning of constructing our house on a rock rather than on sand. And it calls the listener to consider, what is it that will last? What is it that we put our hope in? What do we think is God's truth? And we hear this final song about rocks and sand in light of the songs that came before it about wide gates and bad fruit and false prophets, knowing that many who think they found a rock on which to construct their house are actually building on sand. And I wonder if Jesus might be calling his listeners the ones then, the ones who are reading the sermon in Matthew, to those of us listening today, to see not how we are different than those who construct their houses on sand, but rather how we are similar. Perhaps we are called to see our similarities with those who bear bad fruit and take wide, acceptable roads, and who say, Lord, Lord, look at all my flashy, fancy gifts, so that we might continue the work of clearing away the shaft, of making the path clearer for the beloveds of God, and finding our way to the trees with good fruit. Consider the lilies. We read that last week. Lilies don't seek to dominate the field of flowers or aim to have the prettiest or brightest bloom. They just grow and find ways for life to persist. They reach for the sun and allow themselves to be pollinated by peas, bees that come by, allowing themselves to be changed by their interactions with creation for the purpose of growing. And how do we do that? 
as Azel Christian Church. On our very first Sunday of the series, we read how the crowds had been following Jesus because of his healing miracles. They followed him up the mountain and they settled in for his long talk because they were hoping to get a miracle for themselves. And in the first century version of healthcare, this was not a bad strategy. But instead of healing, they received an invitation. In verse 24, as Jesus ends his sermon, he says that anyone who hears his words and acts on them will be like a man who builds his house on a rock. And this word act, sometimes translated as do, comes from the Greek word poia, like an onomatopoeia, which is where we get our word for poet. So we can think of this last song as whoever hears these words and poets them will be like the man who builds his house on a rock. The floods come, the storms rage, but the house stands firm. And perhaps it stands firm because whoever poets the words of Jesus, whoever takes part in creating and building and bringing about the reign of God has metabolized the words of Jesus. They have made his work their own. They have inhabited inhabited the sermon as an artist does to create something particular for this time and place. Because a poet is a person who takes words and does something with them. They make something personal and original out of the words we've heard a thousand times. Jesus is calling us to be poets, to make something out of the words he has spoken. The final song of the Johnny Cash album from Folsom Prison is a song written by one of the prisoners. It's called Greystone Chapel, and it's about his freedom in God despite being a prisoner. And he describes his own context, a small chapel in the prison where he has found the movement of God in his life. Jesus has given us a lot of poetry and stories to work with. And it's our turn to do something with them. So if we think about the history of Azel Christian Church as a concept album, we can assume that it won't be the same song over and over again. But it's definitely thematic. And maybe there's not one single through line through the whole album, but there is cohesion because each song is in some way about following the Spirit's movement at Azel. What song will we write today? What poetry will we pin with our lives as a community of faith? What will we make with the words that Jesus has given us? I hope our record is epic. I hope it is well-worn and beloved. But mostly, I hope it represents well this collective of people who said yes to God over and over again who made something beautiful with what they had been given, who found ways for life to grow and persist in their corner of the reign of God, who let themselves be changed, be baptized, be transfigured, be resurrected over and over again. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Azel Christian Church Podcast. 
Azel Christian Church exists to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ through meaningful liturgy during worship, a public witness through outreach in the community, the nurturing of the spiritual life of every age group, and the witness of each member through discipleship, baptism, and the sharing of resources. To support this podcast and the ministries of Azel Christian Church, visit azelchristianchurch.org. Here you can contribute through giving online or find our Venmo information. If you're looking for a church or simply want to talk to one of our ministers, contact us through our website and we will be in touch. Talk to you soon.